Hi, I'm Katie Lee Bennett. I'm an in-home hairstylist. Just a few years ago, I was struggling with the work-mom balance of life. Zeroing my bank account at the end of each month, struggling with the kids' schedule and my work schedule, and never seeming to have enough time to get it all done. Then I did something I swore I would never do. I brought my chair home. Who would have thought that opening my salon in my basement would be such a huge blessing to not only myself, but my family. Now I am financially free, have a very flexible schedule, and am able to do so much more with and for my family. Now I'm here to help others gain confidence to bring their chair home and create the successful life they have been looking for. Working from home may not be for every stylist, but for me, it has been everything. Thanks for joining me. Hey guys, welcome back. I just got done working out, so I'm a little out of breath. But um, I wanted to talk today about, it's almost August. So I homeschool my kids. So we've been preparing, we, I've been preparing for school for the last week or so. We really took the time off in the summer to enjoy the summer. And honestly, now my kids are getting kind of bored because, again, as homeschoolers, when it starts to get nice out, we kind of get a little lax in the school department because we're outside more and we're doing more things that we've been dying to do all winter. So we definitely were, we're definitely ready for some more routine, getting back into the swing of things, and Mama is totally ready for that. I just feel like we need a little more structure. So with that being said, we're gearing up for the next school year, and it creates a time of change for us as a family, for us in our schedule, just this, everything, the seasons, right? Everything's changing in the next, I don't want to rush fall or anything or rush away summer, but it's, it's, this is what comes with about probably every about four months, right? Cause I'm in new England. So we have four seasons and I feel like every season has a change to it. And honestly, whether you live in the South where you don't have any change of seasons, really, we go through changes throughout the year, no matter what. So what does that look like in your business? So I try to assess my business every like eight to 10 weeks, like kind of, and it doesn't have to be like some big sit down, go over the numbers, everything like that. But I start to think about it. And honestly, at this point in my career, it kind of comes naturally because something will be changing, like I said, in my family dynamic. And I'll just be like, what needs to change in my schedule? And what does my work schedule need to change? And what does that look like in my business in general? So I'm going to talk a few things, talk about a few things that change for me personally in my business when we're coming up on the school year. And this could apply to you as well, especially if you have kiddos. Um, I have an in-home salon if you didn't realize that by now. So it might be a little bit different for you as it, you might have a different circumstance, right? Like you might be in a salon out in public. Um, and mine is a public salon. It's just in my home. So it's a little different, right? So what that's looking like for me is my schedule is going to change. I'm able to do that all online. So it's not a huge deal, but we have to look ahead because like soccer season's coming. So again, that's a change in my kid's schedule and a change in my schedule because, well, first of all, I'm, I'm coaching. So that makes a bigger change than someone maybe that just has to get their kids to practice but I need to be prepared for that. So I got to look at my schedule, what my weeks are going to look like with kids' activities, with 
my husband's work schedule, with every anything we have coming up. So with my work schedule, literally my schedule is going to change and I can do that all through my online booking and I just go in and I change that accordingly. But what does that look like also for how we're advertising, how we're talking to clients, who we're accepting for clients? Because we really need to be in control of that because it's our business and we want to enjoy who we have in our chair, who's coming through our door, who's paying us for our services, right? We want to be in control of that as much as we can. So for myself, a lot of times I start to share on my social media accounts what I kind of want to be doing more for hair, what I'm looking for for new clients. So for instance, I've been doing some extensions. I don't necessarily want my book full of extensions. You may, but I like to do some extensions. So I've showed a few more people that with the before and after of extensions which has sparked some interest and gets the ball rolling, right? I'm able to have more conversations. Um, people are just seeing my work in general more. You may also, or I, I may also show some more, um, more like fall looks, you know? So for instance, again, New England, a lot of times people will go with some reds and browns versus the blondes in the fall. And I may show some of those, um, They'd be kind of from the past, or maybe you do them now, but past colors that I've done and foils that I've done, and I'll show those on my social media. You may just want to talk about, like, you don't even have to post anything about your business. It just creates attraction. So you may post, like, a new fall recipe that you're trying, or, or be as bold as to be like, hey, who's getting ready for back to school? Like, I saw these deals. Just to create conversation and um, make sure that you're being social on your social media is a really great way to spark conversation and get the ball rolling for people to um, com make conversation back. And then again, with good old social media, you're probably gonna pop up on their feed more. And then when you do post something about hair, it'll come up for them and they may book with you or may think about you the next time they need a haircut or whatever that looks like, right? So my advertising changes a little bit. For myself, I'm at the point in my career where I really and pretty as booked as I want usually, but this is kind of something that I use throughout the year where I actually don't accept new clients at certain times. First of all, it it's really to a point where I um, am as booked as I want to be. It's So that's a one point. Another point is sometimes, and it's okay to feel this way, I just like the people I have in my chair and I don't really want to have the unknown come in for a little while. You know when you just are comfortable with your people that's okay to be like that. So I'll close booking for a while. I advertise I'm closing booking so that I can get um, kind of an interest too for those who have thought about coming to me. Maybe they'll book before I kind of shut down the shut down the um, booking and then they go on to a wait list if they'd like to get on a wait list and you can control that all through your website. And then number three, um, what was my number three point with that? Um, Number three, it just, it, it does, it creates that interest, okay? So that went from number two right into number three. Uh, it really creates that interest of they're like, wow, she actually isn't taking new clients. I either should book now or they'll realize when you then go to advertise that you're accepting new clients again, they're going to want to book right away with you because they know that you close the door sometimes. So that's three reasons I actually do close down my booking probably like two to three times a year 
I'll do it again near the holidays. So um, I'll probably close my booking for like mid-August and get through, you know, September. And then I'll open it for maybe October, November, because then I want to be booked up through the holidays according to my hours. And then I'll close them down probably for December again, because I have a lot of stuff to do for Christmas as well, right? So that's kind of another example of changing with the seasons and how you can control your business accordingly. Um, You may want to make some more money near the holidays, so you may look again and open some more hours. So again, um, you can control your hours of working more or working less because you maybe are comfortable. You know how much you want to make for the summer and that may look like less because you want to be out in the sun more or playing with your kids or you don't have a sitter. So just think about some of those changes as the seasons change. Um, Like I said, I'm sending this out a little bit early so you can start thinking about that. You can write it down. You don't have to. You can listen to this episode and it may conjure up some ideas you have for um, the upcoming fall, the changes you want to make in your business. Um, Honestly, when I've looked at my numbers too, uh, a season that I went through and I'm kind of sticking with it is I don't do kids cuts anymore. So I was looking at my numbers and they take up just as much time as adult cuts. And I just said, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to do kids cuts anymore for the price of a kids cut. So kids can still come in, but I'm charging them the price of an adult cut. So that's a season I've gone through as well, where I was looking at my numbers and saw that. And that season has stuck around because I, it works, right? Cause a season can, can stay a, a good change can come from a season that you actually end up adopting for your business for, for a long time. So my call to action to you today is to think about what the upcoming season looks like for you. What changes you're thinking about making, what um, things will better your business and therefore better your personal life. So start honestly with your family and personal life, what changes need to happen. Because really, if we're not happy in our family and personal life, our business is not going to be successful because we're going to work too much, resent our personal and family life. So start there. Start with your family, personal life, what needs needs to change in the upcoming season, um, what look what looks like what it looks like going forward, and then look at your business and how can you apply things to your business that are going to make your family and personal life better. So that's my call to action to you today, and I hope that I see you guys at the next on the next episode. Bye guys. Hey guys, I don't know if you know, but I actually have a workbook that teaches you how to bring your chair home. Yeah, you may think, oh, there's not that many ins and outs to it, but it's a personalized workbook that you work right through. It brings you from in the salon or even maybe out of the industry, but still have your license and how you can bring your chair home. It helps create a personal plan for you to walk you through, seeing how much time you wanna take, what you want your in-home salon to look like. And then it even has a few pages of how to create a successful in-home salon, what habits you need to create, what kind of environment you want. It's a really great tool to use if you've even thought about bringing your chair home. The financial freedom that it can create, the time flexibility, and the more time you get being with your family. Now, it's not as easy as it sounds, I know, You have to create those boundaries and create a business that supports that family and personal lifestyle that you want. But this workbook totally helps bring you from point A to point B being in your in-home successful salon. 
So go ahead and check that out. But before you check that out, make sure to click the link so that you take the quiz to see if you are ready to actually bring your chair home. And I'll, good luck.